At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Final hour tonight on the Sunday Bet Prep shows. We talk NFL playoffs, two divisional round games on Sunday, and look who's in studio. Brady, the kid, Cannon, joins me. We let Will Hill go tonight. He's working overtime. He worked two hours tonight. And uh, the kid, you're working overtime too. Because yeah. you hosted the Pro Football Blitz show out at the South Point previous to us. And I called you in from the bullpen tonight. So thanks for coming in, man. The closer. That's it. In, the, That's in right. the role of the closer. That's right. You know, they said that uh, about my son, Jack Cannon. You know, they said that guy can only be a closer in baseball with a name like that. He can so. only be a pitcher. That's for sure. <laughs> he right? was, too. Pretty yeah. good pitcher, but not good enough uh, to start for the University of Florida. <laughs> All right. Let's talk uh, NFL. Now, you are a former contest winner. You and a team of guys won the Westgate Super Contest. How many years ago? Was that 10? It's... Uh, it's now 11 years. Okay. Yeah. Oh, way back. Yeah, more than a decade now. So, How'd you do this year in the uh, football contest? You know, I was on two different teams. We played in both the Circa Millions and the Westgate Super Contest, and both teams started out really hot. Uh, one team kind of faded a little bit earlier than my other team, but uh, we did have one team uh, that was relevant for a very long time, and we got down to the wire – Uh, like basically the final month of the season where we kind of had to change our strategy because we were in catch-up mode. And so we had to make some rogue picks and and play some Mm -hmm. bad numbers and and try to go against the consensus and and make up ground. Uh, We were in the top 100, I think. I mean, we got as high as like 35th uh, place in the contest. Uh, But, you know, those gambles did not work out. and We ended up finishing, you know, in like the top 250 uh, out of 1,600 people, respectable, but we had a chance, uh, but the chips just didn't fall our way. It's tough, man. I, I think I had more bad luck, in-game bad luck this year in the NFL than I've ever had. I finished over 500 and had a decent season, but, man, you've got to go to have those coin flip games go your way. That happened you to... for us so much when we won it. Yeah. It, I mean, we, you know, it, it, we hit 72.5%, and it's like, okay, I can have a great season and hit 65%. But you gotta have the ball bounce your way in the final two minutes if you're gonna reach seventy percent or better. Yeah, and uh, we see guys now in these contests, the leaders up around seventy percent every year. That you don't understand how hard that is to do in the NFL. You have to have a lot of in-game luck if you're gonna hit as, at that spread rate. There is no doubt about it. Like, like I just say, I mean, you you've probably had a season, Matt, or, or two or more in the NFL where you had a tremendous year. You hit 63, 64, Who knows? Sixty-six percent. 
But to get to 70, it, 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 there is so much luck involved in that, you know, that uh, plateau. Brady, I think after it was like week 14 or week 15, I calculated I was at like 59.8%. It's tremendous. Yeah, okay. But not even close to the top 25 or so in these contests. <laughs> it doesn't win uh, contests, 60%, does it? 60% just not good enough. All it's right, crazy. Let's, let's talk Bengals and Bills. And Brady, I'm going to get your handicap on these games. Will Hill and I uh, broke these down extens- extensively here in the first couple hours tonight. Uh, neither team looked very impressive a week ago. The Bengals needed a, a 99-yard fumble return to escape against a, a backup quarterback in Cincinnati. The offense was uh, pretty anemic against the uh, Baltimore defense. The Bills blew a 17-0 lead before halftime and had to squeak out a 34-31 win uh, on their home field against a third-string rookie quarterback. Uh, Okay, so a lot of times in NFL betting, you want to, I think, have a short memory. In this case, both teams looked bad last week, so it doesn't really matter. How do you handicap it? based on how the teams looked last week and how you think they might be a little bit different in this game on Sunday in Buffalo? Well, you know, the Bengals have actually, and really the Bills too, they, they've both been slipping a little bit, yeah. you know, not just last week, but uh, a few Several games weeks. now, and, and it seems to have been correlated to the Bengals when they started losing offensive linemen. That was week 16 uh, when they lost Leo Collins, uh, and then, of course, Alex Kappa the following week, and then uh, Jonah Williams uh, in the week after that. And, you know, I think history has told us, Matt, that, you know, some teams, I, I think they say this a lot about Aaron Rodgers, can overcome a weakness in his offensive line. It seems to be that the Bengals are very vulnerable when they have offensive line problems, mm-hmm. maybe more so than a lot of teams in the league. Uh, to illustrate how Buffalo's problems have gone, uh, you know, over their last 11 games, I think they're, you know, 9-2 and two straight up or something like that, but they're 4-6-1 and one against the spread they also went 1-3-1 one, and one against the number this year when they have faced teams that made this year's postseason. And, and it also seems like for some reason they're not designing as many uh, planned runs for Josh Allen, not using his legs as much intentionally. I also think it plays into their inability to cover spreads, the loss of Von Miller, and the inability to have a pass rush to close out these games, leaving that back door open for their opponents. The Bengals talk about their what ails them. They have been outgained, and most recently by the Baltimore Ravens, a game they probably should have lost. They have been outgained in six of seven games this season, played against teams that made this year's postseason tournament. Mm-hmm. So you know both of these teams have shown some signs that they're leaking oil. Last week the Ravens outgained the Bengals three sixty four to two thirty four. Yeah, that's a Cincinnati lot. Cincinnati offense only four point three yards per play. Week eighteen. Ravens outgained the Bengals 386 to 257. Wow. The first meeting between the Ravens and the Bengals, Baltimore had the edge 325 to 291 in total yards. Do you think Buffalo can learn a lot on how to defend Joe Burrow and this Bengals offense by watching what the Baltimore defense did? Yeah, I said that actually a week ago on the Pro Football Blitz that I think Baltimore kind of gave Buffalo a blueprint, right, on how you can stop this team. Uh, a couple things, you know, both of these teams are very good in the red zone on offense and defense, and especially defensively. Maybe the under is something to look at here. If you're going to have a lot of situations where field goal attempts are being forced by these defenses, um, you talk about the yardage gained and how Cincinnati has been outgained by a lot of teams, especially playoff teams this year. Joe Mixon hasn't had 100 yards rushing in the second half of the season yet this mm-hmm. year. And Buffalo, the Bills have the fourth-best rushing defense in the NFL in terms of yards allowed on the ground, and now since he's missing three offensive linemen. So that kind of compounds the problems that this offensive line has caused that, you know, now now the running game's affected as well. I, You know, I didn't want to lay the number here, Matt. My, my number on Buffalo came out to five and a half, and it's basically where it is. It's six, mm-hmm. you know. It was at five and a half. It was at five, five and a half, six. Um, so I, I did not bet this game. Uh, because the number, is, is, I don't see an edge with it. But I do believe there is a real edge for Buffalo and this offensive line. I heard you talking with Randy McKay and, of course, Real Hill, and, and they thought maybe that was overplayed a little. I'm not so sure. I, I think it kind of uh, hampers this Bengals team more so than a lot of teams in the NFL. Yeah, and you, uh, you have cluster injuries on the offensive line. That's going to show up. Joe Burrow was sacked four times last week against the Ravens. But... Josh Allen was sacked seven times in the game against the Dolphins. 
And the, the Buffalo Bills just seemed out of sync offensively. And Allen has been reckless with the football. I'm hoping, because I have Bills Super Bowl futures bets, mm-hmm. that Allen and the Bills got their sloppy game, their so-called bad game, out of the way a week ago, and they clean that stuff up here on Sunday. I think you might be right, Matt. Uh, we saw it last year in the playoffs when they just, you know, hammered the New England Patriots mm-hmm. in that first round. I, I kind of have a feeling that could be the case here. I, I think this Bengals team comes in, uh, you know, obviously the offensive line issues, the the fact that they're getting outgained by playoff teams. I, I don't know. I, I think the spread is legit. I, I think the number is right mm-hmm. there. Um, you talk about the sacks uh, for Joe Burrow. Uh, eight sacks. He's been sacked eight times in the last three games. Uh, in the first two games of the season, you remember when they lost a couple of times, uh, he was sacked 13 times. Yep. Then they made that run midseason. I think they've still won about nine games in a row, covered the spread nine games in a row as well. But the offensive line issues, it started to show up again in the sack column. I'll tell you another thing, Matt, and you and I, I think, would probably both agree on this, that we don't buy into this type of thing as handicappers all that often. But I have kind of talked myself into the fact this week that I think the DeMar Hamlin factor is becoming possibly a thing here. Uh, that Week 18 game against the New England Patriots, just an absolute emotional roller coaster in the locker room that week. They were able to get past that. They won that game and actually handled New England pretty easily. They were, Despite that score getting close at points, they felt like, or I felt like, Buffalo was very much in control of that game. It helped to have two kickoff returns for yeah, touchdowns. Not too shabby. <laughs> uh, but now Hamlin, miraculously, and thank goodness, is on his feet again and apparently 100% healthy. Um, you know, like I say, I don't always lean on this type of thing, and certainly not heavily from a handicapping angle, but I think this team is starting to pull some strength from this event. They talk about teams fighting through adversity, galvanizing a locker room. I think that could be a factor here. I think I think this event is so big and powerful uh, that it feeds this Buffalo Bills team a little, maybe a lot. Yeah, now that you say it looks like uh, DeMar Hamlin's going to be okay, he's on the road to recovery, I think it's got to be a positive for the Bills in an emotional sense, right? Mm-hmm. It's got to be an up- uplifting thing, I think an ex- uh, a source of inspiration maybe for the Bills as they move forward in the playoffs. But if you just break it down, X's and O's on the field, I also th- take the emotional aspect out of it. I think the Bills are a slightly better team here. And uh, the fact that the Bengals are beat up on the offensive line has got to be something that the Buffalo defense can take advantage of, even without Von Miller, mm-hmm. which uh, you're right. I think uh, he was going to be a key guy in the postseason because you need to put heat on the quarterback. Even without Von Miller, I think the Buffalo defense is going to be okay here because Burrow's down uh, three offensive linemen. It's going to be a – uh, a real challenge for Cincinnati. A Cincinnati offense, Brady, that last week, again, 234 total yards against the Ravens. The Bengals are sitting at home right now if they don't get a 99-yard fumble return for a touchdown. Absolutely. And I think the Bills' defense can make this Bengals' offense very one-dimensional. We talked about Joe Mixon struggling, no 100-yard games in the second half of the season, the offensive line issues. Joe Burrow's going to have to throw it, and they can concentrate on defending that. Well, I guess Joe Burrow and uh... – uh, it's Jamar Chase or superhuman that the uh, Bengals can go to Buffalo and pull off the upset. I think the Bills win in advance. We're going to talk about two teams that did today, the Chiefs and the Eagles, next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VEASAN, the sports betting network. All right, back here at the VSIN studio inside the Circus Sportsbook downtown Las Vegas. Matt Eumanns and Brady the Kid Cannon. Thanks to uh, Will Hill for hosting the first uh, couple hours of tonight's show with me. It's late on the East Coast. Will had to get rolling, and Brady, you stepped right in as the closer for the show uh, tonight. Also appreciate Johnny Avello, DraftKings Sportsbook Director, and Big Randy McKay, professional gambler, jumping on the show tonight. And uh, Johnny... Said DraftKings is okay with uh, the results in the first game today. The Chiefs uh, beating the Jaguars but failing to cover. Let's look at the second game here, Brady. And uh, obviously there were some people out there who thought the Giants were going to be live dogs tonight. We all thought this game was going to be more competitive than it turned out to be. 28-0 at halftime, and then the Eagles coast home 38-7. to And if you bet... The Giants in the second half, you did kind of a tough beat here because the uh, Giants were up 7-0 in the second half until the Eagles put 10 points on the board in the final five and a half minutes. A Jake Elliott 30-yard field goal and a Kenneth Gainwell 35-yard run with 151 to go, and the Eagles win the second half. And the halftime line was right around Pickham. I saw Brady a book or two out there at Giants minus one and a half. And the Giants were up 7-3 in the second half until Gainwell rips off that uh, 35-yard run with 151 to go. So the Eagles cover the first half, the second half, the game, and they send the Giants into the offseason, 38-7 to the final. Yeah, no, they cover all numbers indeed. Uh, I believe this game stayed under the total, correct? Yes. Uh, 45, uh, your total points there. Uh, but a tough beat with the Gainwell touchdown, too. That was garbage time. And the Eagles weren't even, you know, trying to score another right. touchdown. They Looks were just like trying just to just run out the clock. Yeah, right? run out the clock. And you were still winning after they had, a, I believe it was about a 14 or 15 play drive to really milk that clock that ended at a field goal. You're still winning your second half bet. So, yeah, pretty, pretty tough situation there if you played the Giants in the second half and let alone for the entire game. I, I did land on the Eagles minus seven, Matt. I bought the half point in this case. I wasn't. You know, there initially when this line opened up at seven, it was there briefly, then bet up to seven and a half, got all the way as high as eight and a half I saw uh, earlier today. Um, But I took a seven and a half a little bit earlier in the week and was able to buy the half point for minus 125. And obviously that paid to do that. Uh, There was a lot of sharp money on the Eagles early in the week at minus seven. Yeah. Closed eight here at uh, Circus Sports and DraftKings. The total closed 48. And uh, like you said, 45 points on the board. So we got favorite and the under in the second game tonight. And uh, let's take a look a little bit more at that game because a lot of questions about Jalen Hurts and his sprained right throwing shoulder going into it. Was he going to be the same guy? He had not played much at all since December 18th when he suffered that shoulder injury. And he didn't look real good in week 18 against the Giants. And he said after the game that he was in severe pain, but he played through it. Hurts? Uh, against the Giants in the divisional round tonight, 16 for 24, 154 yards, two TDs, uh, no picks, and only took one sack. He ran nine times for 34 yards and a touchdown with a long run of nine. Uh, Brady, I I didn't think he was going to run nine times tonight, so um, whatever that prop was on his rushing attempts, I know it went over. 
Uh, I actually thought that they would limit his design runs and do what they had to do to uh, protect his uh, shoulder injury. But Hurts looked good tonight, and that might have uh, impact you know, the way you look at the NFC Championship going forward because I thought there, a cause for concern was his shoulder going into tonight's game. After tonight's game, maybe it's not an issue. What do you think? I, uh, I was not concerned about his shoulder with the extra week of rest. Uh, had they not had the bye week off of that Week 18 performance, yeah. And, and they not only hurts in his shoulder, but the entire team looked pretty sluggish against the Giants team that wasn't even playing most of its starters in that game. Uh, I actually took the Giants and the points. Uh, only got 14. That got uh, as high as 17 points in favor of Philadelphia in that game. But, uh, yeah, really a 180-degree change for Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles in round two here. And, again, I think that weak separation was such a big deal there. And I think the line movement also, Matt, was indicative of a lot of people had faith in Hurts' shoulder. Uh, this going from seven all the way as high as eight and a half. Who knows? Maybe there was a nine that popped out there somewhere. I, I think the Giants, and, and first of all, let's give that team a ton of credit. Brian Dable did an outstanding job. He's probably coach of the year. Um, but I thought they played, they really peaked against the Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. They played a brilliant game last week. And, you know, teams that typically do that, you know, they, they're never as good as what their best game is. They're never as bad as their worst game. I think that's what we saw out of the New York Giants uh, in this follow-up contest in the divisional round. And let's also realize they were playing the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, we found out a lot about that defense uh, in that game against the Giants, kind of what we knew all year long. But the Giants really had a, a perfect system uh, or game plan built for that victory uh, last week in the wild card round. And, and we also at the same time know this Philadelphia defense is very good, uh, especially against the pass. I, I thought it was odd that the, you know, they're, they're talking so much about the offensive coordinator uh, for New York in the, in the week leading up. What a great job he did against the Minnesota Vikings. And I thought it was odd that he didn't choose to run the ball more often with Saquon Barkley early in this contest, even when they were down 14. Uh, you know, he seemed, and then of course in the second half they went to it, but it was a little too late at, at that point. You think so? We're yeah. down 28. <laughs> you think? Um, but uh, and that's really the one weak spot that this Philadelphia defense has is, is defending the run. And so I, I didn't think uh, his follow-up performance, and I, I'm, his name is escaping me, Kafka, I believe. Uh, it, it wasn't great uh, as far as a follow-up performance on his part. I didn't think either. Eagles outgained the Giants four sixteen to two twenty-seven. And the Philadelphia defense dominant tonight. Giants really couldn't get anything going. Maybe a little bit too much love uh, last week for Brian Dable and uh, Daniel Jones. They were just outmanned, I think, yeah. Matt. You know, uh, the, like I say, the Giants have been a tremendous story. They they have overachieved all season long, and that's part of what I was writing about uh, on Veasan.com last week. Both the Minnesota Vikings and the Giants were teams that. You know, what they truly are does not match their numbers. They, mm-hmm. they were overachievers all season long, and I think they ran into a Philadelphia team uh, tonight that is absolutely for real and certainly a Super Bowl contender. All right, in the first game on Saturday, the Chiefs beat the Jaguars 20-7. to A lot of point spread drama late in this one as the uh, Jaguars get a late field goal to cover. <laughs> Brady, I don't know if that helped. Or hurts you, but uh, definitely a lot of people interested in what happened with the Jaguars. Right decision by Doug Peterson to send the field goal uh, kicker out to get the three so you have the onside kick and the chance um, maybe for a miracle with enough time on the clock. But Riley Patterson hit a 48-yard field goal with 25 seconds to go to make it a seven-point game. Obviously very important when the uh, the number closes like it did here at Circa at nine and a half and uh, DraftKings as well. This game did stay under the total of 52 uh, in KC, but the Chiefs get to win. They don't get to cover, and I don't think anyone is surprised by that, Brady, because the Chiefs have been winning all season and not covering. They've been one of the worst spread teams in the NFL, and again, uh, they win by seven but don't cover. Yeah, I, I think they're actually second to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as far as the two worst teams in the NFL against the spread. Uh, my number in this game came out to Chiefs minus seven. I did not make the bet. Uh, earlier this morning, I was really looking at the total as it was creeping higher, and, and I wanted to play the under, and, and unfortunately, uh, you know, got cold feet on that as well. 
Uh, but I kind of had this game pegged as to how I thought it would turn out. Now, if Patrick Mahomes is fully healthy throughout this contest, we saw all game long he was limping around, hobbled on that right leg with a bad ankle. Mm -hmm. Who knows? They might have blown out Jacksonville. He was still pretty darn good, even on about a leg and a half there uh, for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, but, yeah, I agree. The field goal absolutely was the right play. I kind of saw that coming as the Chiefs were up by 10 points. Chiefs betters getting very excited uh, in the final minutes of this <laughs> game. And you know, that, I think you know that's kind of been a concern all season long, Matt, and I think Jacksonville was kind of able to expose it even more so. Uh, their ability to stay somewhat close in this game is that Chiefs defense. Uh, we know the San Francisco defense is outstanding. I, I think we understand that the Philadelphia defense is pretty darn good. The Buffalo defense is, is decent. Uh, Cincinnati's defense is pretty darn good. The Chiefs may have the weakest defense left in the tournament. Uh, <clears throat> I, I think that's fair to say that. And uh, there's definitely going to be some questions about this KC defense moving forward. Maybe uh, questions about Patrick Mahomes. Is he going to be hobbled? Yeah. In the uh, AFC Championship game, Mahomes 22 for 30, 195 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, no sacks. If you bet the Mahomes prop, definitely not over the yardage prop, uh, but <clears throat> Chad Henney filled in five for seven, 23 yards on a TD pass uh, for the Chiefs as they get to win 27-20. Travis Kelsey talked about this on the uh, Pro Football Podcast with uh, Danny Burke this week, and the uh, Jaguars have trouble – Defending tight ends. Uh, all season, they're 30th in the NFL in uh, defending tight ends and uh, yards per reception. Travis Kelsey, 14 catches, 98 yards, two touchdowns. So if you played that prop, you had a winner on Travis Kelsey over his catches and yards. Quick break. We come back. We'll talk more about the Philadelphia Eagles and some preseason predictions we made here. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VEASAN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for an introductory offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits let you see where the money and the bets are moving for every game. Deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down the brackets, the best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit vcin.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99 and become a part of the Sports Betting Network. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. All right, that's Brady Cannon. Matt Eumann's here at the Sunday Bet Prep Show, and we're talking about the Eagles advancing. They blow out the Giants tonight, and uh, we'll see who the Eagles face in the NFC Championship game. Brady, what do you make the number if it's Niners at Eagles? Let's say the Niners uh, get out of uh, the Sunday game healthy and don't, you know, don't have some key player like Debo or McCaffrey go down. Or what do you make the number if it's Cowboys and they pull off the upset, San Francisco Cowboys and Eagles, for the third time? Yeah, interesting that you ask. I make look-ahead numbers here, and that's what I brought with me here this evening. Uh, 49ers at Eagles, I make the Eagles a one-point favorite. And, and I, I think it's a little bit of a you know misspoken to say I make the number. That's what my numbers come out to. Would I really make that number if I was a bookmaker? I think you could argue that San Francisco would be a one-point favorite. And this is sight unseen. We don't know what tomorrow's game is going to look like. And that can certainly influence a line quite a bit. The Eagles were nearly flawless tonight. Uh, so if San Francisco just plays a relatively pedestrian game, gets the victory, uh, I think Eagles are probably the favorite. Again, I make them a one-point favorite. If the Cowboys go ahead and advance and beat San Francisco, I certainly think that gives them a lot of momentum in the betting market, having you know really pummeled Tampa Bay, and who knows what uh, Sunday's uh, result will turn out to be. But if they get that second win on the road, uh, again, and would have to go on the road a third time in a row. I do think they come in there with a little bit of a head of steam. Mm -hmm. And again, just my numbers, uh, I come out Cowboys favored by a half point. What? Yeah. In Philly. Well, again, it's the numbers versus what I would make the, the number, right? Uh, if I was the bookmaker, I'd probably make Philly, and again, we don't know what kind of performance Dallas is going to put together, but uh, a look-ahead line, if you will, 
Uh, I'd probably make Philly minus two and a half. Yeah, two and a half, three, three and a half. Who knows? I don't think we're going to see three and a half. If the Cowboys go to San Francisco and win, there's going to be a lot of momentum behind the Cowboys. Right. A lot of, uh, I, I think, public betting support behind the Cowboys. Public team, too, right? Uh, even though they've been uh, losing for uh, a couple of decades <laughs> or not winning anything significant, let's put it that way. The, the public betting support for the Cowboys is pretty steady. Yeah. And uh, we saw it Monday night against Tampa Bay. And, uh, I think we're seeing it here with this number opening three and a half or four at San Francisco. How about the Philadelphia Eagles? A year ago, they finished nine and eight. They were three games behind the Cowboys in the NFC East. Uh, some of us here at the network had high hopes for the Eagles this season, though. I want to start with uh, Femi Abebefe, who is uh, a host with R- Wes Reynolds on weeknights here from the VSIN studio. And uh, this is from May 19th. This is Femi on the uh, GM Shuffle with uh, Michael Lombardi talking about his Eagles futures bets, again, from May 19th. You know what, Michael? I might be in lockstep with the folks planning the parade here for the Philadelphia Eagles because I like the over nine and a half as well. I went even further here with the Eagles. I bet them to win the Super Bowl at 50 to one. Wow. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about Super Bowl stuff later on in the offseason, but that's just a little nugget there, a little preview. Wow. I, I bet that the Eagles. That balls, Femi. I, I love it. Wow. I, I, I'm Tell putting, me why. I'm, I'm Tell pushing me why. The chips. I'm pushing the chips into the center of the table here just because you mentioned it. The schedule, I think, is really favorable for this Eagles team. I think they have a chance to be the number one seed in the NFC when you look at things because Tampa's got a tough schedule. The Rams have a tough schedule. Green Bay, their schedule is manageable, but you know we don't know how things are going to go with Devontae Adams now here in Las Vegas. But the Eagles, they remind me almost like the Tennessee Titans of last year to where a favorable schedule, things might break their way to where, yeah, they're probably not seen as the best team if you were to go head, head up, but I think they're the team that could be in the most favorable position when we get to January as they sit as a number one seed. So at 50-1, to one, I was like, let me take a fly because I think this team can definitely win the NFC East. It pains me to say that as a Dallas Cowboys fan about the Philadelphia Eagles, but hey, you know, uh, we root for the pockets as well, as we like to do here with our folks at VEASAN, but um, this Eagles team, they're really loaded. The offensive line's really good. The defensive line is really good. I like what they do out wide with the pass catchers with Smith, now A.J. Brown there, Goddard, a really good tight end. I'm, I'm buying into Jalen Hurts in the regular season. We'll see what happens in the playoffs, but in the regular season, I think that he can get this team to a 12-13 win caliber team here just because of the schedule and the talent that they've acquired. All right, that's Femi Abebefe here at VSEN. He was on the GM Shuffle with Michael Lombardi again from May 19th. Nice job, Femi, on that prediction because the Eagles fly over their win total. They win 14, Brady. And uh, the win total, I actually bet the Philly win total at eight and a half over Ooh, good for when you. some of the opening numbers came out. And that was not a big bet for me at the time, so I'm not going to brag too much about it. Uh, the number was eventually juiced up to nine and a half because a lot of people started to get on the Philly train over the summer. I did bet the Eagles to win the NFC East to plus 185. And uh, I was a little late to bet the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. I got them to win the NFC I didn't get the Super Bowl bet down. I went back and checked last night. I didn't get that down until 30-1. to 1. So Femi's got a much better number than me on Philly to win the Super Bowl. He's got 50-1. to 1. He sounded um, like Nostradamus on that uh, clip there with Michael Lombardi. Kreskin, if you will. I mean, he just nailed everything <clears throat> as far as his uh, projections on what he figured for this team. I mean, even, he even hit basically the exact number of games they won. He said 13-12. You that's, know? that's pretty good. Yeah. No he, doubt about he, it. And, and 50 is a phenomenal – 30 is a great number, Matt. I, I wouldn't be ashamed of that. You're certainly going to be in position where you might be able to you know, hedge and, and at least get some money out of it uh, the way you've got that built uh, in your portfolio so far. But outstanding on Femi's part. Uh, James Salinas was early to the party in betting Philadelphia to win the division. I know he got them at 3-1. to one. That was yeah. really about the best number there. Uh, but that, that was super. Hats off to uh, Femi on his breakdown a long time ago of this Eagles team. All right, full disclosure here. JVT asked me on the uh, on our weekday show on May 10th, okay? This is nine days before Femi's video here. On May 10th, JVT asked me for three surprise teams in the NFC. And I gave him the Eagles, the Vikings, and one dud, the Saints. So two <laughs> out of three is okay. Uh, one out of three in handicapping is not good enough. Two out of three is okay. But the Eagles... Um, we're the team I talked about in this video. I want to go back. Just 
This is also for documentation because a lot of times people don't believe you and you said, uh, oh, yeah, I was high on the Eagles before. Oh, yeah, sure you were. Okay, whatever. Well, we got the video to prove it. This is from May 10th when uh, I'm talking with JVT about the Eagles. I, I think when you look at the NFC, you've, you've got your top four, the Buccaneers, the Rams, the 49ers, the Packers. Beyond that, there's going to be a sleeper team or two or a surprise team emerge. The first one I wrote about and uh, led the column with, how about JVT, the Philadelphia Eagles? And when, they, when anyone breaks down the Eagles, they're going to say this, if Jalen Hurts, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's always going to start with the qualifier. If Jalen Hurts delivers – the Eagles can be good. NFC East odds at the Westgate, plus 275. NFC title odds here at the South Point for the Eagles, 20 to 1. And here at the South Point, you got the best number on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl at 50 to 1. I'm not necessarily going to talk about the Eagles as a Super Bowl team, but if, if you do want to take a shot on a long shot, 50 to 1 is a decent price on the Eagles. If Jalen Hurts uh, can deliver this season, this team has a shot. The Eagles really have all the pieces. I talked with Ed Sammons at the Westgate Superbook about this. He's a Philly guy, I was say he's a Philly. and he's typically pessimistic yeah. about Philly. He's optimistic about this team. I think for most of the right reasons, you're going to be committed to the running game on offense. Nick Sirianni, the coach, is going to be better in season two than he was last season. And with A.J. Brown lining up opposite Devontae Smith, you've got uh, two legitimate uh, threats to big-time wide receivers out there. Dallas Goddard, a tight end. There are really no excuses for Jalen Hurts. He completed 61.3% of his passes last season, 16 TDs, 9 picks. He's got to get better at throwing the ball downfield. He's got to get more accurate. We all know that. But it, he turns 24 in August. I think mm-hmm. a lot of times people give up on these young quarterbacks a little bit too soon. And the bottom line is, if he can improve his accuracy, he is a gamer. He is athletic. And... uh I'm not going to give up on him. I, I think the Eagles got some upside. Okay, that's from uh, May 10th. Talked about the Eagles, and I do have a good number on the to win the NFC, Brady, at 20 to one. But didn't get the Super Bowl, as you could tell there. I wasn't crazy about the Eagles as a Super Bowl uh, bet, so it was a little slow to pull the trigger there. But to win the division, over the win total, to win the NFC, don't have great odds on the uh, uh, Super Bowl. Did you? Uh, make any sort of Philly futures bet because, you know, James Salinas is a close friend of yours, and he was on the Eagles too. Did you play anything? I didn't, and I'm kicking myself a little bit uh, at this point, obviously. Uh, but I, I thought Dallas was uh, absolutely a contender, and, and it turns out that they, they certainly are. I mean, that they, they could have won that division all the way up until the very end as well. Uh, but, you know, another great uh, prognostication by you there, Matt. You and Femi uh, certainly nailed the Eagles. Good job. Eagles advance to the NFC Championship game, blow out the Giants. We're going to come back. We'll talk more about the Cowboys, Niners, and best bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Sports Betting Network. All right, Brady, did you know winter sports are in full swing? I did, I did. Winter time. All right, we're, here's where, where you go. You go to Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. It's your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hoops, or hockey better, BetRivers has you covered. Join every week for new promotions like Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and more. BetRivers Sportsbook. Go to BetRivers.com. All right, we wrap up the show tonight, the three-hour extravaganza here, the NFL betting preview show for the divisional round on Sunday. Bengals at Bills, Cowboys and 49ers. Thanks to Will Hill, John Avello, Randy McKay, and Brady Cannon tonight uh, for helping us uh, get through three hours with a sharp analysis of the two games. You and I have not had a chance to talk in depth here about the uh, Cowboys-Niners game. You're a 49ers fan, mm-hmm. correct? Right? Yep, I am. Do you have a good feeling about this game and how it's going to turn out on uh, Sunday? You know, it's great that you asked that because, uh, you know, part of my breakdown of this game is I was going to say, oddly enough, I don't have a strong feeling about this game. It's probably the hardest one on the card uh, for this weekend for me to really get a feel for, for me to have an opinion on. And and Matt, you know this, uh, I, I write up a lot of 49ers stuff on vsun.com. I typically, I, I think that I usually have a pretty good feel for this 49ers team and how they're going to respond mm-hmm. week in and week out. Um, I do think there's a little bit of recency bias here. I mean, this game has me worried. Uh, I, I do have 49er futures. I, I've, done, I've made some moves to kind of protect myself with that. Um, but I do believe there's a little bit of recency bias here with the Cowboys. They played a nearly flawless game last week mm-hmm. against a very below-average team. Dak Prescott had a career night. So I wonder if we're elevating this team a, a little too much too soon. You know, the 49ers have the second-best defense in the league as far as yards given up on the ground, and Dallas has averaged under 100 yards rushing in each of its last three games. Their defense, conversely, ranks 22nd in the NFL in defending the run, and San Francisco, over over its last three games, has averaged over 173 yards rushing, and for the season at home, They have averaged over 146 yards rushing. And I think this game could be that simple. The 49ers pound the rock. They defend the run against Dallas. And there you are. I mean, you know, we're trying to, we go over this for an entire week. What's going to happen? Brock Purdy, this. Maybe Kyle Shanahan just dumbs this thing down and pounds the ball down Dallas's throat. Well, that's something you think the 49ers should be able to do. And Brock Purdy doesn't have to play the hero, right? No. no. Got so many weapons around him that, uh, I don't want to say game manager, but he can just distribute the ball, and the Niners' offense uh, should be able to operate at a high level. A key to this is a really good San Francisco offensive line. you got to keep that Dallas pass rush off of uh, Brock Purdy, and one way you do that is by running the ball. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. That's what, and that's why I think the Niners are going to do well uh, here. I'm confident in the Niners to win the game. Uh, I laid the money line here at minus 190. I thought that was kind of a cheap price, Brady, for – I talked to a couple pros out here on Monday night. They thought the Niners were going to open as six-point favorites. You know, that, at that point, you're talking about a money line in the range of 250 to yeah. 270, somewhere around there. So 190, uh, I played at Randy McKay, who joined the show tonight, played the Niners at minus three, minus 118. Yeah, you know, if you can I find heard a, that. Yeah, if you nice can find, bet. Find a number like that. Well, that's why he's a pro, too, and Randy always finds the best numbers. He's got multiple states and outs, and uh, he, he gets uh, good numbers on his bets. But – Niners, I think, uh, going to surprise a lot of people if they fall flat in this spot. Cowboys off a little bit of a short week, Brady. They mm-hmm. played Monday night in Tampa. Uh, Niners have been home since uh, they won a week ago Saturday against the uh, Seahawks. That's a bit of an edge. I think uh, it's a real edge. And what I, about I think the, that's real. Okay, what about the kicker situation, too? Because how much confidence can the Cowboys have? You trot Brett Maurer out there for uh, 
uh, let's say, a, a 45-yard field goal, this guy couldn't make an extra point on Monday night. Is he like a golfer? Your Twitter is Las Vegas golfer. Is he like a golfer with the yips who starts to miss two-foot putts? We'll, we'll find out real quick, I imagine. Uh, I mean, if that carries over into this game, it could be big trouble for the Dallas Cowboys. And, you know, it, it may not just be extra points. It could be three points. Uh, and, and three points, you know, and I really kind of learned this, I think, most of all uh, from Michael Lombardi, uh, that when you miss a field goal, it's really a turnover. Because you get that ball, I mean, a 45-yarder, that's tremendous field position for the other team as they take over on offense. So if Brett Maher is missing field goals, that's absolutely huge for San Francisco. You know, the red zone is an area, and maybe Brett Maher will not need to be used. Maybe it will only be extra points. The red zone is an area where you can give Dallas the edge in this game, both offensively and defensively. You talk about the pass rush and the offensive line. I think that's really pretty much an even wash uh, for both of these squads. The, these two teams statistically are really, really close in a lot of care, uh, categories and a lot of different areas uh, all over the field. But I do believe San Francisco has the edge in talent, explosiveness, and also on the sidelines with the coaches. And, and not just Kyle Shanahan. Mm -hmm. I think D'Amico Ryans is outstanding. One thing to you know possibly lean on for an angle for the Dallas Cowboys, though, is Dan Quinn. He's done a tremendous job for a couple of seasons now as the defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys. And let's yeah. not forget, he was the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons when Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator. So he's got to be familiar, I imagine, with Shanahan's tendencies. Maybe that's a little bit of an edge there for Dallas backers. But in the end, Matt, I, I'm with you. I, I think the 49ers win this game. And I'm, I'm splitting hairs here. You know, I, I'm trying to really thread a needle. But I think it's very possible that San Francisco wins the game outright and Dallas covers. Hmm. Well, the number's up to four, mm -hmm. obviously, so uh, more likely at uh, four than three. Let's uh, talk about the prop that's up here at Circus Sports, and uh, I know a couple other books have put this up as well. Talking about Brett Maher and will he miss an extra point. Yeah. At Circa right now, the yes is five to one odds, plus 500. The no, minus 660. And uh, Brett Maher is a guy who's made about 93% of his extra points over his career. But if you look at the career number, uh, Brady, that's one thing. I think you, if you and I look at it from a golfer's perspective, when you start to miss those uh, short putts, it becomes something that uh, plays with your mind. And you wonder if uh, kickers seem to be a little bit fragile uh, psychologically anyway. There's no way I'm weighing that 660 on no. And uh, you can say, well, you do the math. There's not, there's no value in taking a, the five to one odds. Okay, that's fine. I don't have to play it, but I can tell you what: there's no way in hell I'm laying six sixty on that because when that guy lines up for an extra point, you're going to be sweating it out. No, I totally agree with you. Uh, that's not a bet I'm going to get involved with either way. Uh, you're right. Things like that get in your head, and it's hard to erase them. Uh, you know, I think there are different things that you can make corrections on, but that, but that's a that's a nervous thing that kind of right. gets into your system, and, and and you have to really get past it, I think, a long way uh, before you can let it leave your head, if you will. Uh, the other thing, too, and Randy McKay touched on this, we heard a lot about this going into last week, that the Dallas Cowboys have really suffered when going on the road and playing on grass. Mm -hmm. Well, they've got that situation again here. And in terms of this Brett Maher prop, um, it, it, I believe it's probably harder for these guys to kick on grass. You're more li liable to slip. Uh, your footing can be different. The turf is a perfect, you know, unflawed system. Uh, I think it's probably more difficult to lose your footing on a turf surface than it is in grass. Now, this is not Candlestick Park, where it got muddy and, and awful at times. Right. Uh, Levi mm. Stadium, probably a better situation. But they've had so much rain in the Bay Area uh, this winter, you, you could have a little bit of tough footing there, and, and that could, uh, you know, play into the fact that Brett Maher could certainly miss another one. All right, we had a golf reference there. I'm going to give you a horse racing reference now as we uh, wrap this up. So I think the Cowboys turned in their A-plus performance Monday night. Agreed. Uh, but now I'm going to look for a little regression, and here's the thing, Brady. It's a step up in class. You're going from a, a poorly coached Tampa Bay team to a San Francisco team with, that's elite on both sides of the ball. This is definitely a class difference, a step up in class for the Cowboys. There's no doubt about it. And, Matt, I think you can draw a parallel with one of their partners in the NFC East division, the New York Giants. Mm -hmm. They looked very impressive, played the game of the year against the Minnesota Vikings. They stepped up in class today, and they were pummeled. 
Uh, I'm not saying Dallas will be pummeled. I just said that, you know, I, I'm leery of laying four points. Uh, but I agree with you. Absolutely, it is a step up in class. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you said a poorly coached team. They're just not a very good team at all. I, I was actually on Dallas on Monday night in the role of a road favorite and mm-hmm. uh, was thankful to get that one home. But I, I think Tampa Bay has really been a bet against all season long. That's certainly reflected in their ATS uh, record over the course of the year. I think yards after the catch, the rushing attack, and the ability to defend the run will put San Francisco over the top and they win it. All right, that's Brady, the kid, Cannon, who says the Niners escape, but it's going to be with a sweat in San Francisco. I think it'll be a little sweaty, yeah. (laughs) It always is. The Cowboys and the Niners, it's a classic. Uh, I think it is going to be a good game. Cowboys offense is going to have some success, but I do like the Niners to uh, win and advance to uh, Philadelphia for the NFC Championship game. I'll be rooting hard for you, buddy. That wraps up uh, tonight's game. Sunday bet prep uh, wraps up tonight's show. Good luck. The rest of the weekend, cash some tickets. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.